What's up, everyone? I'm Alex Warren, and welcome to Locked In. In this show, we investigate the truth behind the clickbait. Once my guest steps into the studio, we set the timer to 60 minutes, lock the door, and throw away the key. What? The only way out is when the timer hits zero. On this episode, we have Lexi Hensler locked in. Well, now I see why you didn't give me any information. <laughs> so uh, a little bit of preface here. I have a dossier on you, pretty much stuff um, that my team and producers has looked into you. So I have a lot of information about you to help this out. Also on that what? topic as well, um, in every single podcast, I like to set a crime and kind of find you guilty or not guilty by the end of the 60 minutes. Today, Lexi's crime is you were caught with a very detailed plans for plotting a heinous crime video for your YouTube channel. How many crimes can I commit in 24 hours? We're talking backpack full of explosives level of planning. The answer, all of them. That is your crime, is you have committed those. Wait, what? Yeah, so... What? Yeah, so throughout this entire... <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> I thought we were just going to talk about, like, deep shit and, like... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, at, but at the end of it, you know, the, the, there's still an investigation I going on. I was never planning that video, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you weren't? Not guilty. You're not... You're pleading not guilty already? I am. Okay. Well, welcome to the podcast, or uh, investigation, as I, I like to call it. I don't feel welcome. That's good. Okay. No, I like to keep you on your toes. Have you noticed the uh, the chair you're sitting in doesn't have a backrest either? It's yeah. It's making you uncomfortable. Okay, great. Do you feel uncomfortable? I don't uncomfortable? think I needed help with that. Okay, good. Yeah, I do. All right, awesome. Well, welcome. <laughs> I wish you guys, if you guys aren't watching video and you're just tuning into audio, Lexi's face is a lot of distraught. <laughs> Priceless. Something is, I've, learned, I've known Lexi for a good amount of time now. Um, our dogs have playdates. We all have Australian Shepherds. And my girlfriend and Lexi are very similar people to the point where it scares the fuck out of me. Um, <laughs> that, that is something where Lexi is very, very good friends with me. Well, What's better than one covers? Two covers. Two covers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're also one of the people who are uh, responsible for a lot of the animals I have in my house because uh, according to Cover, <laughs> she reaches out to you before she buys every single one. Yes. And then you give the okay. Well, before. exactly, because I can go hang out with the animals but not take care of them. Yeah. Guess who has to take fucking care of them? I have never seen you take care of an animal. I wow. feel like it's always Cover. No, that's fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Okay, so you are a part of the group that I know as AMP, correct? Okay. Is that a yes? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. cool. How do you how do you like it? What part? AMP. How do you like it? Oh, it's chill. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> What's it like? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just staring at Lexi like, what I'm the not, fuck are you saying? I'm sweating and you need to be more specific. But, oh, I'm sorry. Um, are you nervous? What? Are you, yeah. Okay. I thought we established that. No, yeah. I yeah. feel like uncomfortability comes with nervousness. Anyways, um, it's chill. I fucking hate you. Uh, you love me. <laughs> I feel like every time he says I hate you, I just know exactly that in your head you're like, I love you so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, anywho, um, it's great. Okay. Um, it's been a few years now. It's flown by. Yeah. Um, I've learned so much. I've grown a lot as a person. Um, I've like had the opportunity to like have that kind of support where, you know, if I'm struggling um, with my content, with my views, like there's other people kind of around me, which is cool. And honestly, like, I think the biggest thing I'm grateful for with AMP is like meeting Pearson um, and having her as a best friend through this whole journey, because sometimes it's hard to know what you're going through in this world, because all looks like a, a unicorn is like shitting rainbows out of its ass sure. the whole time. Love that analogy. Um, but yeah, and sometimes it's really fucking hard and it's yeah. really nice to have someone to lean on. 
Yeah, I mean, what I've noticed with the, the time that I've spent with you is you are very, very genuine, authentic, and something that I've realized, and it's something that I, I don't know if you want to talk about, something with your content opposed to who you are as a person. And is it something where it's like, you know, you do make child-friendly content? I don't think that's like any kind of a secret, but it's like, is that something where you, evidently, I was talking to Pearson, she's trying to kind of make more mature and edgy content as well. Is that something yeah. that you're evidently trying to get to? Yeah, I mean, I think starting out, um, because I, you know, I started out in AMP learning directly from the members of AMP. Mm -hmm. So obviously I was like, oh, like, got to be super PG. Like, this right. is what works. Um, and, you know, I do try to be as authentic as I can be, which I also want that to come through online, which is why, you know, especially if I'm in other people's videos, I'm very authentically myself. But I definitely do want to, like, get a little more edgier without without being, like, I guess rude to the mm -hmm. people already do follow me because, you know, those younger kids that are watching me, if I were to one day just start, like, going ham, like, I think that would be a little much. So, right. you know, finding finding that, like, nice balance where it's still, like, friendly enough mm -hmm. that you're not excluding a group of people. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think Mr. Beast does a good job at that where it's, like, any, anyone, any age could watch him. Exactly. Is that what you want, like, at the end of the day? Just anyone at any age can watch, or are you kind of looking to make content more towards yourself? Yeah, I mean, why I got into content before content acting mm -hmm. is because, A, I loved, like, expressing myself. I love the creativity. But one of the biggest things is, like, I love how when you're watching a piece of content, like, it takes you away from what you're currently going through in your life. You know, whether it was, like, me laying in a hospital bed at 17, me crying in my bathroom at 13, like, I could, like, turn on a video, and it would kind of just distract me and make me laugh, make me cry, make me feel a certain emotion. And, like, being able to create that for other people has, like, always right. been something I love and enjoy. So Why did you lay in a hospital bed at 17? I had a really bad kidney infection that oh, was spreading. Um, we didn't know what was going on either. Um, I lost, like, 25, 30 pounds, so, which was actually probably 40 pounds less than I am now. So, as you can imagine, it's extremely dangerous. Jesus. Um, my organs started shutting down, going into hibernation because my body just wasn't able to sustain itself. Ended up in the hospital for a few months, had to gain all that weight back very quickly, which is oddly mm -hmm. awful to do. You'd think, oh, <laughs> just laying there eating milkshakes. Like, no, it it hurts right, like, right. to do that. But I've been healthy since. Definitely an eye-opening experience. But I'm really glad I had like my parents to get me through it. I love that. Yeah, so wait, how, how's your relationship with your parents? It's good. I mean, they... I'm really thankful to be one of those people that, like, they did support me. Right. You know, they, they weren't just, like, get out of our house. You want to do YouTube for a living? Yeah. You know, they they were definitely those people where they both came from families that weren't, you know, super well off. Um, they had to put themselves through college. So when it came to me, they were like, hey, you need to go to college. You need to go to grad school. That's the only way to make a life for yourself. So I, like, go to college, and I'm like, this just, like, doesn't feel right. I'm, like, changing my major, but, like, I'm still striving for straight A's to, like, make my family proud. And then all this opportunity started coming up. Brent came into my life. My parents were like, you know what? We will support you taking a six-month break right. to try. And I have not been back to school since. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Your story is really similar to Pearson's. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole call. Wait, did how did, how did you get in touch with Brent? Um, it's so funny. Uh, Brent is kind of like recruiting people and stuff like that for the AMP thing. And then it's like, yeah. I love that. I mean, I was I was the first girl because at the time, his little sister, Lexi as well, um, was still in high school and super busy. Sure. Um, so he had been in the Stokes Twins at the time. And then I think me and Andrew signed at the same time. But he was looking for a girl to add. Um, I came up somehow, I think, on an Explore page. Um, and he was testing out girls. Like the fit was just kind of right. Right. Um, but yeah, he just, he literally just DM'd me and it was funny because 
right off the bat, like I didn't take it as like a, oh, this guy's hitting on me. Right. I immediately took it as like a business thing because like Brent just comes off very like, you know, not like flirty weird. Sure. Like he comes off as like business. It's so funny. I've known you for a little while now and, and you come over a lot and we do poker nights and we have dog play dates and it's very interesting to get to know like kind of how you're about because these aren't conversations we normally have, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> you seem well, you seem like you don't like it. <laughs> no, no, well, no, like I, I I love it, but I feel like we're always like with a ton of people, yeah. which is epic, but like we never really get that time to just like talk. Talk. You went to CSU San Marcos. Yeah. Wait, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Oh man, okay. I and was, why did you go to CSU San Marcos? Because I grew up in Carlsbad, and that's so very close to San Marcos. I lived in La Jolla for nine years. Wow. And then we moved to Bakersfield. Which, if you don't know, is I know where the asshole of California <laughs> yeah. for very obvious reasons. And then we moved back to San Diego, but we more moved to like North San Diego. Right. So I was like 20 minutes from San Marcos College. So I went there. And then I, I literally went to Carlsbad every day. Like, I'm surprised we never ran into each other. That is fucking nuts. I know. What San Diego fuck? people are the best. Honestly, yeah, they are. I mean, <laughs> there's some assholes, but not as much as there not are as, in LA. Yeah, not as many. Okay, so you have a lot of cool shit going on in your life. Yes. Really? Yes. Tell me more, because uh, I, I read something, and obviously we're friends, so I know a lot of this. <laughs> but with your merch, what, what, what's the whole deal with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I try. Um, so, <laughs> so, like, mental health has always been, like, something I'm super passionate about, mm -hmm. something that I want to make an impact with, right. um, and definitely is my platform for. And even if I had 100 followers, I'd still be talking about it and hoping that one person catches on or, like, appreciates it, but... Um, I struggled with mental health my whole life, so when I wanted to start a clothing brand, I was like, I want a brand that not only raises like awareness and money for mental health, but just overall spreads positivity. Um, I'd love to get it to the point where you know people come on and like kind of tell their stories more on the page. But um, starting off slow, um, we had like a few clothing options, sure. and then I decided to do something like a little bit of a curveball, um, but similar to a weighted blanket. I make weighted stuffed animals. The so weighted like llama is fucking awesome. The weighted awesome. llama. You can like lay it on your chest. Um, just kind of relax, cuddle with it, take it with you. And 15% goes to my favorite kids mental health charity. It's amazing. So were you affected by mental health or what made yeah. you? Oh. Yeah. Do you want to get into that at all? You don't have to if you don't no, want to. No. Um, I'm an open book, honestly. Sure. Like I'm happy that I've gotten to a point where I can be an open book. And, you know, if my journey can help anyone, um, that's epic. Because when I was younger... Like, I feel like mental health was at a place where I thought I was the only one. Sure. So I'm so grateful that there's people sharing their stories and people are like, oh, I'm not the only one. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not weird. Right. It's literally just my brain doing brainy things mm -hmm. that we don't want it to be doing. But yeah, I've, I've struggled with multiple mental health issues my whole life. Um, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, self-harm, mm -hmm. like the list goes on. Um and I think the one thing I always held on to is like just trusting that my future will be better. Right. And like looking back, I'm really glad I held, held on to that and like did survive it because I never would have experienced the great things that have happened in the last few years. 110%. I think that's really something awesome. I've been trying to do something very similar for a really long time. I mean, I've lived countless lives and something that I really resonate and like is the fact that you do stuff like that. And there's no, there's no, 
I hate to say it, but with a lot of social media creators and influencers, I, at least in my experience, it's most of the time it's a money grab. Merch is a money grab, and you know, you make the money, yeah. and when people stop buying the merch, you fucking dump it away, and you're no, done. No, I. And that's something with you is you you genuinely care. Like you want you want to help, and like for me, I battled what, growing up. Obviously, I had a very traumatic childhood, and something I talk about very openly now because I know that you know there's people going through it, and I know there's they feel like why is the world pegged against me and stuff like that. But I was anorexic for a really long time, and something really? was battling my. My, my like physical appearance and which made me very mentally not okay of course and so it was something where it's like you know i was in and out of mental hospitals or mental treatments or what we called uh what we called the sound room which is weird why we all called it that because it was the most quiet place ever which i think is like kind of why we called it that but it was kind of like you know a bunch of us who had eating disorders or mental health problems and people would try to kill themselves like we'd go there for a week and like they'd monitor us and like you know Stuff like that. And this is, again, something I never talk about, ever. This is something I just, you know, haven't thought about. But, like, seeing how you do the merchandise and you do all these cool things to kind of, you know, I feel like in a way say fuck you depression. And it's kind of like, you know, but also yeah. that's why I make the music and stuff like that. It's like you're showing people, like, hey, I went through all this shit. And yet I'm able to do this. And yeah. it's, like, something that's, like, cool. And I think everyone has, like, their own expressive outlet for like the bullshit they've been through in life. I mean, yeah. I think that's why I resonate with like your music so much. I mean, you know how often I listen to like remember me <laughs> Lexi, happy. Lexi tags me in a lot of- I, I'm probably Alex's number one fan. Yeah. Um, which makes me happy, which is kind of <laughs> cool because I know I know when I show you something, I know you're going to be honest with me, but also you're yeah. an active user of my content. Yeah. Which is like, it's not like <laughs> just one of my friends I'm showing my, my like, like my friend Calvin. I, he, he loves the music, but he's not afraid to tell me it's dog shit. And that's something where it's like, I feel like Lexi, you'd be the same way because you actively listen to my music. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I that's know. why I've always, I've always been too scared, as you know, but like, I've always wanted to start a singing career because like I want to write music. We're gonna do a Christmas about album about that stuff. We're gonna yeah. do a Christmas album. Me and Lexi are doing a Christmas album. We were talking about Heck it. Heck yeah. Yeah, but we're, you're still under investigation, so don't forget about that part. Um, I know we're getting all ooey gooey and stuff like that. Is there um so you have your merchandise? Is there anything else you're working on that you know you're pretty passionate about right now? I'd say like that's the biggest thing. Sure. Um, still just like chugging along on YouTube, trying to like figure out my path on that and right. make an impact with that as well. Um, and then working on like singing this year. Was there ever a backup plan to before social no. media? You just fully, you know, balls deep to the wall went for it. I mean, I believe that if you're not giving 110% to something, you don't know if it's going to work. Like, God fucking damn it. You and Pearson both have said the same <laughs> fucking shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that I, like, in the last one too, it's like you were saying everything that I've said. And it, it's like, you won't know until you give it everything you have. I generally think, well, yeah. don't think, and don't quote me on this, kids. Stay in school and all this shit. But <laughs> for me, what applies to me is going to be completely different for you guys. But for me, I was like, if I don't put my everything as in like balls to the wall, and I keep using yes. that, and go straight for it, like I'm not going to be able to achieve it. Or at least figure out if I like it or not. I mean, that's why like I put a big pause button on college because I was like, I can't be giving like 60% to school, 40% to this. Like right. both of them, I'm going to fail. Right. And I'm going to have a really hard time mentally. And 100%. so I was like, I'm going to give 110%. I was really blessed to have that opportunity with, right. you know, I had $10 in my bank account, but like my parents helped me out with gas and food. Um, That's awesome. And it worked. That's amazing. I don't know. I, it's, it's really cool to learn more things about my friends, which is kind of cool having this show, Yeah. which I, I genuinely enjoy. But on that topic, are, you, went, you went to UC San Marcos for how long? Two years. I finished two years. 
And what, what were you going there for? Like, what was what did you want to uh-huh. be? Um, business administration. So, what does that mean? I actually grew up wanting to be like a surgeon. Oh, what? So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I would not trust you <laughs> operating on my what? ass. Are you kidding? I was good. Like, I, what? <laughs> I feel like it's like you just cut into an ex boyfriend and be like, ah, I'm a surgeon now. What? No. <laughs> you were like Cover, where you were you were very crazy. What? In a good way. I don't think crazy is the right word. I think passionate. like passion there yeah. we go. <laughs> it's great. Sentiment. Well, both my parents um, worked in administration at hospitals my whole life. So oh, like wow. I grew up at a hospital. Sure. Um and I loved surgery. Mm-hmm. And I took actually some med classes in high school to like kind of prep for going to med school at one day. Right. Um I had the opportunity to like go intern, go shadow, go meet a lot of doctors and physicians and I loved it. And then I like right before I graduated high school, I was like, you know what? Like for me, spending 10 years in school and not being able to travel, not being able to see the world, like, that's not the sacrifice I'm willing to give up. So I decided to switch to the business side of things, and I actually wanted to go into administration of hospitals, just like my parents. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that something And now I make videos for people to hopefully laugh at. I love that. Do you, <laughs> do you think that, do you think that, and, and I don't know how really how to phrase this because something for me is like, you know, I constantly live with the fact that my parents aren't with me anymore. So that's something where I can't understand if they're proud or not. Do you think your parents are proud of what you're doing now? I think they are. I mean, I guess, I guess I know they are. I think it's more me that like, I struggle to be proud of myself. Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, I grew up like, I've always just been like a naturally like insecure and like shy person and overcoming the shyness has been like pretty epic, but yeah, I, I mean, battling all of that and then battling, like, some of the severe bullying I went through, like... You you got bullied? You're kidding. Actually? We even had this conversation. No. I got bullied to the point where I had to move towns. What'd you do? What did I do? <laughs> no, I'm I kidding. I existed. I'm I'm and joking. I cried. You and know, you know that I was heavily bullied. put a target on my back. Right. But, what, like, what, what would they say? Well, let's see. If, you don't have the, to talk about this if you don't want to either. I, You're totally no, okay I'm, not to. I'm open, but... Okay, cool. Um, I actually used to go by Alex... Oh, yeah, I forgot you and have I, the same name as me. When I moved towns, I decided to, like, start over right. and change my name. But there was an Alex Hensler Kill Yourself Twitter page. Um, our house got vandalized. Um, I had food thrown at me. I was given a concussion by a guy. Um, they put me on dates. And then when the guy didn't show up, they all stood there laughing. Um, and that was... Why? Honestly, I don't know. And it sounds stupid, but my mom would always say, like, it was jealousy because I started doing a lot of acting in L.A. And I lived in a small town, and it was in the news. And I don't know. I also was just an easy target because I cared a lot. I cried a lot. Any of you fuckers who bullied Lexi Hensler in in middle school slash high school? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I actually... I think my favorite message I've gotten to this day was like two years ago. This guy from high school DM'd me and said, and I quote, I'm sorry I told you to kill yourself every day of high school. I recently started going through depression and now I understand what you were going through. That's mad. That's fucking sad. I mean, I, I trust me, I, I got my fair share of bullying and, you know, a lot of the things you're saying is resonating with me a lot. But that's something where it's like, you know. It's just crazy. Like, Lexi, think it about is. it for a second. You are ultra successful. And I don't care how hard you are on yourself. I don't care. No, don't even give that face. Shut up. <laughs> I don't care how hard you are on yourself and stuff like that. You have made an impact. And that's something where it's like you're doing a lot of great things. And, like, it, it, it's just, it's bizarre to think that, you know, 
there's kids watching this who are going through exactly what you went through. And they look at you and it's like, what the fuck? It's like, I could do that. And that's something so beautiful. What, like, how did you find your way out of it? Like out of the, not the depression, because I feel like in our state of jobs, I think we're always going to be depressed in some exact way. But what, what, what was kind of your way of like, what was your outlet? How did you get out of it? I see, um, I see you're an avid boxer. <laughs> I, <laughs> man, it's, it's so hard because especially when like you're that young going through that, like right. you're not thinking like, oh, you know, I should go on a walk and like maybe I should do this for my mental health. Like you're just trying to survive it. Right. You know, you don't have that knowledge base yet. And honestly, I was too scared to tell my parents anything. Like I would lock myself in my bathroom so that I knew they couldn't hear me crying at night Right. Um, until someone literally forced me to tell my parents because it got to the point of attempting to take my life. And for me, it was literally one of those things where like I found the happy moments. Yeah. Um, I found reasons to hold on. I think it really was just a surviving everyday thing. Um, and yeah, and just like I kind of mentioned earlier, like looking to the future and like thinking of the life that I wanted. And even though I didn't think I could achieve it, like I still held on to that because I was like, this can't last forever. And it didn't. And like, that's something I want everyone to know. Um, it's literally a quote I have on my back. My mom knew this wonderful lady who survived the Holocaust, and it's something wow. that she said. Yeah. Um, and it's that nothing is permanent. Um, so, yeah, no matter how freaking awful or painful something is, like, it is going to change. And if you can just hold on and, like, find someone to talk to, and not everyone's going to understand. Yeah. Because I told people, and I swear some of the people I told, they thought it was, like, contagious. Like, it's, you know, it's like, oh, I'm really depressed. They're like, oh, God, I'm going to... I'm going to dip out. But. Yeah. I think also, though, and the beautiful thing of this, and it's like, I, I've said this on a few podcasts now, and I, it's something that I think really resonates a lot. And, you know, I battle with depression all the time. That's something that, you know, I work through. And it's not a secret. I, I th you listen to one of my fucking songs, you'll know. Um, but genuinely speaking, it's something where it's like everything you go through, and especially something so traumatic and hard like that. And it's like you've been blessed in your life with amazing parents, and that's something great. But, or at least I think, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's something that you go through something and it prepares you to who you are now. And it's something that's like, I don't know. I, I think it's beautiful. I think you're ultra successful for everything you've gone through. And that's just absolutely fucking insane. But on that topic, what do you do for your mental health now? Like Now I do yeah. have a lot more tools, uh, which is good. You um, have awesome friends. like you know, I have amazing friends like you and Cover. Oh. Uh, finding those people. And it took a while, let me tell you, to find people that are there for you and get you and listen to you sure. and those people that, like, make you just want to hold on. Right. But I did finally find those people later in life, in my 20s. Um, I Exercising is insane. I just started going to the gym. Like, it helps so much. Like, yeah. literally after a workout, like, I'm just, like, happy and, like, listening to music, like, with my windows down driving. Right. If I don't go to the gym, I'm like laying in bed, like. <gasps> <laughs> right, I get that 100. percent I don't know. I, I'm I'm blown away by your story. I think it's absolutely beautiful. But on a, a more happier subject, we'll get off of this because it, it is pretty deep. Um, boyfriends, that's something. <laughs> so I, I've I've known you for a little bit, and you I've, <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I know a lot a about lot you, about Lexi. My dating life. <laughs> What is, because I, I know there's been a few videos you've posted of like, you know, dating 24 guys in 24 hours or stuff like that or something yes. around that line. An experiment gone wrong. Right, exactly. Is that something where it's like, 
what I think really what I'm getting at is like, how's it been? Like, is it something where it's like, what are you looking for in a guy? And essentially, what is you're not in a relationship now, or at least what are you I th- asking for, Michael? Or no, <laughs> I'm asking in general, like to get to know you better. Is yeah. it something that's like, like I kind of want to just get to know you more? What what what, what is it? Um, for my investigation, obviously, I went through some traumatic relationships. Sure. Growing up, I think I got so used to being in this like fight or flight response from bullying and other trauma that I gravitated towards a man that would be really emotionally abusive towards me, unfortunately. Sure. Um, something that I've grown and come out of. And I've honestly spent the last year, year and a half just bettering myself, bettering my mind, bettering my outlook, um, gravitating to healthier people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone on some dates. I don't think I was ready to date for a long time, which is something that I had to like know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to find that person. Like, you know me, you know, I'd have to be with someone like funny and dumb and goofy, right, but Michael. also someone that like, my friend, but, Michael. my friend, Michael has a gr- big crush on, on you. Someone that works really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's you're just, the you're looking for someone who matches your energy. And I think that's exactly. something it's like, you want, you want, you don't want to fix someone. I think like, the, yeah, I think that's what you were looking yeah. for for a really long time. And I think you're finally being honest with yourself, which is beautiful in its own way. Um, which is amazing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, just love to have what you and you and Cover have one day. Me and Cover struggled a lot in the beginning. I think that was something where, you know, she was used to a certain lifestyle in the beginning and yeah. I was I was kind of just ready to hunker down and be like, I, I'll give you everything in the world and stuff like that. And it took a lot of compromise. And I think yeah. over time and all the the mistakes that she had made and the mistakes I made in our relationship in the beginning, you know, we and not a lot of people know this, some people know this. It's something where it's like, you know, we've we've just gone through fucking everything. We've gone yeah. through the hardest moments in life, you know. I've hurt her in a way where she's cried. She's hurt me in a way that she's cried. And it's something where, you know, it's a very, very real relationship. And that's something that um, I think is beautiful in its own sense. I think if you view fighting in a positive way of kind of like you're, uh, you're getting your emotions out and you're kind of relaying to someone else how you feel and Growing they get to, it. yeah. And you get to realize the mistakes you make or, you know, what upsets someone and what doesn't. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just fucking cynic for thinking that fighting is, no. is a beautiful thing in a relationship, but fighting's realistic, <laughs> but it's also, you know, it's like you grow together sure. and like you and Cobra have done that beautifully. And yeah. honestly, just like walking into your house and like the big family you guys have built, and just like the friends and everyone just always feeling like safe to be with you guys. Like yeah. that's something really beautiful. I know. Yeah, I, I like to think so. So how, how's it living with Pearson now that we're on the topic of family? It, it, you guys are kind of like sisters in a way. Yeah. I mean, I feel like me, Pearson and Logan at this point, cause we live with her little brother too, yeah. are like family. Like, um, you know, even her parents, like they are able to come over a lot cause they're like 30 minutes away. Oh wow. Whereas my parents are a little further and. Um, we're just one, we're one big family. Logan's like the little brother that I always wanted and I'm kind of glad I didn't get now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Pearson, um, she's amazing. I mean, coming home at the end of the day and literally just like laying on the couch next to her and just being like, man, that was a day. Right. Or, you know, celebrating our wins together or like whatever it is, getting her a cake with like all of her recent accomplishments on it because we just need to take those moments to celebrate like. It's been really, really cool. Yeah, we we mentioned in Pearson's interview that you are one of the best gift givers. Like when I say Lexi is the best gift giver, um, we take her, like me and Cover take people out to dinner. It's kind of our thing to like go out to dinner with our group of friends and have a good time. Um, 
Lexi got upset that we didn't let her pay a thousand dollar check. And so she then sent us a thousand dollars worth of flowers, which was something I was just, I, I was like, that's so fucking bizarre. Like usually it's like an IOU or I'll get the next one. And then this lady goddamn sends us a whole bouquet <laughs> and a half of roses hand picked in the fucking Himalayans or something. I think it took over like 10 vases. It's insane. Sell. No, it's insane. But on that topic and to get back into a deeper conversation now that we're there, um, do you think that, you know, the things that you do for your friends, the things you do for the people you care about is kind of a way of making up for maybe the bullying you got and kind of just, is it like an outreach of it? Um, I you don't, can say no, I'm never right. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I've actually never thought about it like that. So that's like, you were an amazing friend, almost really? to the point where you're such a good, amazing friend that you're probably the best friend, <laughs> which to me is like someone who I've, I've been bullied as well. And I'm not used to it. I'm really not used to someone kind of treating me like, no, trust me, like, it used to freak me out when people would be yeah. kind to so me. So I sometimes wonder, and, and keep in mind, I could be totally wrong, but to me it makes me think that, like, especially after hearing your story of how much you've been bullied or something, it's like, you know, you finally are surrounded by people you care and love about and you want to treat them right. I think one of the biggest things for me is, like, I want everyone that I encounter to feel, like, so loved. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, did, I just, I get, I care a lot about people. And it's like, you know, just, like, the kindness you guys have showed me, like, I just want you to know, like, with an overwhelmingly amount of love, like, how I feel about you guys back. And I've, I've like, literally been told by people, like, I'm probably too much sometimes. Like, Sure. But, I know. I've seen you drunk. Yeah. I mean, I meant more with the <laughs> gift giving and stuff. But, you know, yeah. You're 24, so it's legal. It is legal. It That's is legal. crazy. I don't think you're 24. I think you're lying to me. Do you want to see my ID? Yeah. Let me see your ID. It's not here. Okay. Well, then why would you offer to see, show me your ID? All right, so <laughs> what do you think is the – wow, we're getting really deep. What do you think is the problem with you? With me? Yeah, like what? Like, um, I'm going to be – I'm very blunt. The thing is, is like what – for me, it's like I don't know if I'd be able to say like what my problem is, but what do you think is your biggest weakness? Like because everyone has one, but no one's really open to talking about it. Like what is your, I your think, biggest issue? I think that's something that like I do think about a lot because right. for me in like my journey on this earth, and my one life that I'm given, I want to be the best version of me possible. Right. So, like, finding those weaknesses and instead of just, like, locking them away in a closet and shoving them aside, like, I want to work through them. You know, all the people I've encountered that have hurt me or done me wrong, you know, I think if they were willing to, like, take a second to think about why they're doing that, mm -hmm. they would stop hurting people, too. Um so it's something that is really important to me to actually, like, really look at, like, my weaknesses and grow from them. And my mom always... She's so cute. She never says the word weaknesses. She says areas for growth. Yeah. So um, one of mine is definitely the fact that I do care so hard. Like I will jump off the deep end into a friendship or relationship with someone. Yeah. To the point where it's like I'll pay their rent and I'll just not look back. That's how I And am. it can be a little dangerous for me yeah, to care. You can care. get used. You can get taken advantage. And I have a lot. Girl, me too. Um, Join the club. We're here now. You know, we're doing better now. How do we prevent it? You know, it's funny because I've thought about that. And I think at the end of the day, I would rather love someone so hard and get used than to be like, you know what? I, you know, I didn't really give 100%. It's 
fucking hate you in person. You guys give the exact same answers that I give people. If you ask any one of my friends why I let people take advantage of me, is I quite literally say that exact statement. I'd much rather get taken advantage of, but no, I'm giving everyone my all, yeah. opposed to not giving people the common decency I think they deserve. Yeah. And if, if I'm getting taken advantage of, so be it. Karma's a bitch, and that's the end of the day, but at least I did yeah. everything I could. Exactly. I hate you. I hate you. See, he's saying I love you. I, I am, but he's it's like, really it's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, other shit. other things I suck at. Let's see. Um, weaknesses. Who's Christian Wilson? My ex. Oh, why'd you break up with him? <laughs> A few reasons. Okay. You want to talk about it? No. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to. It's. And the only reason I won't is because respecting his privacy. Beautiful. No, I love it. I just saw it on my... I, if you guys don't know how the podcast works, if this is your first po podcast we're tuning into mine, um, I have a dossier in front of me with a bunch of information about Lexi, my producers, and my team come up with it. It's something beautiful, and it's something uh, majestic about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that literally just slapped me in the face. Like, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Really? Yeah. Is Have, have all your relationships been, like, a certain way or do you like did it get to a point where you kind of like evidently kind of just went I need I deserve better or is it kind of just all been like you know stand up guys or walk me through it like what's um, what's the dating life been of Lexi Hensler there have been a couple like pretty rough ones yeah um you know whether it's like I mean if we're just going like 100% sure. into the deep end like yeah. a guy that raped me oh wow a guy that verbally abused me a guy that would like walk up to me in high school in front of my friends and be like, why the fuck do you look like that? Like, yeah, we're seeing how the like suicide attempt came about. Yeah, holy fucking shit. Hey, but, uh, pieces of shit out there. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. Um, within that, there were a couple good guys um, that they, they meant well, but I think we were both really young and immature and we both had things to grow on. Mm -hmm. um, but I think with each relationship, because I give so much, it took me so long to be able to be like, I can't fix this by loving you this hard. Right. Like I deserve better and I need to step away. And no matter how hard that breakup was, like getting out of that situation and like literally people coming up to me and being like, like what, what happened? You've been so happy lately. And like, Oh, I, yeah. I lost my baggage. Jesus fucking the, Christ. The breakup station. Wow. Maybe um, not the best analogy, but no, no, yeah, no. I understand I mean? though. That's something where it's like, I truthfully, I don't know how to react to that. I think that's something that's, it's so, it's so beautiful that you're even able to talk about that. That's something that's like, and I know I keep saying that, but genuinely speaking, this is something where like, I've known you for a little while now. And it's something that I don't know exactly how to maneuver where it's like, I, I haven't gone through that. I've, and it's something where it's like, you know, it is absolutely amazing that you are sitting here across from me talking about this with such a, such a, I hate even saying it, educational way for people, people watching and, and being inspired by you. And that's something where it's like, you know, I'm sorry that has happened to you. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. I think for me, like, being able to talk about it, like, each time I talk about it, I can, like, let go of the control it has over me a little more versus, like, and, of course, everyone heals differently. But for me, like, if I were to just bottle it up inside and never tell anyone, it would almost feel like this dirty secret. But it's not. It's not my fault that I was raped. Right. Like, none of it's my fault. Like, it's that person with who clearly has a mental illness's fault. Right. And I'm able to, like, let go pieces of that and... Again, just like be completely open with my story. I don't want to repeat myself. It's just insane. Like I, I, 
I, I tr- quite literally, this is one of the, I mean, I know it's only my third, but I've, I've done a lot of podcasts. I've been on a lot of podcasts and this is something where it's like, I genuinely think people listening to this are going to see this in a way of, um, love. I don't know. It's, it's Oops, just, so. it's cool. I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to know you better. It's cool to be able to see that like the greatest picture of everything is like that people genuinely, it, I don't know. I'm having trouble explaining it, but it's, I can just imagine people watching this and like who yeah. love you and, and, and don't know you've been through this. Cause like on, on screen and the whole reason I do this podcast is, is because you put yourself out there as how you want to be portrayed. And it's like, people will see that and they'll interpret it in their own ways. And especially with our jobs, people will think anything about you and anything about me. And I remember a lot of people were like, oh, he's such a privileged kid. His parents probably pay for all his stuff. And it's like, yeah. well, my parents are dead. So I don't know what they're paying for, but it's like, it's, <laughs> it's something where it's like, it is just so interesting and it's so fascinating and it's so heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and, and inspirational and just beautiful and all that stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm speechless in a way. And it's funny because we spent all this time together, but like we haven't we don't really. talk about this. We haven't really gone But how deep. do you authentically bring this up in a conversation? I, d- I don't know. <laughs> this has been a great opportunity. I know. But I've literally been thinking, I'm like, man, like I want to get to know Alex a lot better. Like I know yeah. pieces of his story, but like I haven't been able to talk to him about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have a very, very extent history. I've been shot. I've been. Um, yeah. That one threw me for a curveball. It throws a lot of people through a curveball because it doesn't really feel like the same thing. But um do you, I, something I actually wanted to ask you. I mean, do you feel like there's a theme between people? Like, I've, I've interviewed three people now, and it's like, it's it's something where it's like I've noticed a lot of people in our space are a bit depressed or a bit like, you know, they've gone through something. Like, no, they, everyone, I feel like, who chooses this job, cho- choose it because they've gone through something. And there's, I think that's the majority of the people who do this job is they feel like they've been hurt in a way. They feel like they've been bullied. They feel like they're, there's a, a place in their heart that they need to inspire and create and do something to influence other people. And do you think everything you've gone through has kind of put you in the position to where you are now, where you want to help people in like a more broader way of making content and making them feel a certain way and allowing them an escape from maybe something that you have gone through? Yeah, I mean, I think 100%. I mean, even even as a kid before everything, I was always just kind of like this, like just like wanted to like help people and be involved and right. stuff. But this definitely, you know, inspired that path as well as kind of gave me the strength for it because you know some of the stuff I went through in high school now it's like some of the comments I'm get I'm like oh have you seen that TikTok where it's like someone like stabs you and you're like did you just try to stab me? I saw that yeah. Yeah it's like it's definitely prepared me to like go through like anything at this point well almost almost anything and you're still you're fucking everyone's so young in this goddamn space I know we're we're still babies we're so fucking young what time wait wait when do you want to get married not what time when do you want to get married like what's the like do you see yourself in the next five years getting married and you know slowing down or what do you think I don't know if I'll ever be able to slow down yeah like I don't think it's in my nature you have a very good work ethic thank you I think it's a little there talk about a weakness I'm like a workaholic like I don't know when to rest I feel like that's almost all of us though Kirsten's like when's the last time you slept and I'm like you come to my house know. and you're like, I haven't slept in 48 hours. And you like brag about it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Nice. Are you, are you religious at all? Um, not really. Like yeah. I definitely believe in a higher power. And I believe that after losing my grandma, that she's up there somewhere. Yeah. But I just don't really follow like, um, like an organized religion. Right. Yeah. You I, like, I really ask. like Buddhism. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Buddhism. Basically, it's just believing in you know, being a good person to be a good person, like at the end of the day. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I feel like all the religions kind of, you know, 
have the same yeah. morale of kind of just like treat everyone the way you want to be treated and, and that exact and, kind of, you I mean, know. sensitive topic, but that's why I always think it's like so crazy that people kill and hate over religion when it's like at the end of the day, we're all just believing in like a higher power and being a good person. Right. Like when you really break it down. Yeah. Like I have a lot of Jewish family. I have a lot of Catholic family. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. Are you Jewish? Um, ethnically, yes. I was not raised Jewish though. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I'm learning. I, I feel like I didn't even fucking know you. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this person? That's nuts. You you have a dog named Benji. I do. I have three dogs. I have three Aussies. You have one. Um, they have a lot of play for dates. Now. Yeah, for now. You, If you keep influencing my girlfriend to get more fucking animals, <laughs> that might be a problem. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's something where I've noticed you. you you're very, 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 very passionate about animals. Extremely animals. passionate about animals. Where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, I've always like thought animals were cute, sure. but like, like on the deeper side, I feel like it's like an animal is just a really innocent being who will never hurt you or lie to you or bully you. Right. I'm like, that's dope. They deserve the whole world. Yeah. Try to give my dog the whole world. You do. You spoil the fuck out of your dog. Yeah. So does Clover. I know. I get <laughs> it. It's like, it's so, every time Lexi comes over, it's like, we need more chickens. We need more. We need more dogs. And there's like five dogs running around a, like a, mean, a small living room, and they're like running into everyone. And she's like, "It's not full enough." Yeah, Mm-mm. like when my when my dog broke your laptop. Oh my god, I remember the first day I met Lexi. Literally, her dog broke my laptop. The it was fact like that a, he didn't like hate me after that. Well, it's not your fault. It's a, the dog know, doesn't know any better. I feel like some people like no would with with monetary. I, I, over time, and I don't know if you're the same way. With monetary things, I really don't give a shit. Like uh, my yeah. car, I have really nice cars, and then something where. Most people, and I, I don't know if this is a bad or good thing. For me, it's kind of like I, I kind of do whatever with my cars. I have a Tesla that is um, fairly expensive, and I kind of do whatever. I jump it, I, I drift it, I speed, and I, I have yeah. seen that. Yeah, <laughs> but but a lot of people are like, oh, why do you not care? Like this is something. It's like at the end of the day, you know, monetary stuff. Maybe I'm just privileged to the point where I've been able to build this something where I can say this. But it's it's like I value I value. Um, Connection more yeah. than more than monetary. Like if, it's just I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm a. I mean a, that's a, why I was like, let me pick up the thousand dollar check for dinner because <laughs> like, for me and of course this is from like a place of privilege because sure. I didn't feel this way when I was dirt broke. Yeah. But girl, I was homeless. You know this. <laughs> you were, but but yeah, it's like I never want money to be something that like stresses me out that much or comes in the way of a friendship or something. Right. Because um, I know money money is literally like the number one reason for divorce, but it's like something monetary that can be replaced. Versus, like, a relationship that can be replaced. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't let it hold that much weight if you can. Yeah. I completely agree, Lexi Hensler. Alexandra Hensler, to be exact. <laughs> uh-uh. I didn't even know that. You came over to my house one time and you're like, oh, we have the same name. And I was like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? So, okay. Your acting journey. What's that been like? Um, it's so funny because I was so painfully shy as a kid mm-hmm. that my parents... Mostly my dad was like, oh, you know what'll what'll cure the shyness? If we throw her on stage. It might, honestly. And he was right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I literally cried all the way to acting camp. And then I came home that day and I was like, I love this so much. Like, oh my gosh. So I grew up acting and singing and theater. Started working professionally for a theater when I was like 13, 14. Wow. Doing a ton of shows, which is amazing. Went to LA acting classes. And my mother would drive from San Diego to Bakersfield six hours, pick me up, drive two hours to LA, 
sleep in the car for two hours while I was in acting class and then drive me two hours home from there. Like she, she gave everything and it's actually one of those hundred percent things where I made that decision for my, for my family where I was like, I can't give acting hundred percent. I don't live in LA. I'm in school. I'm still 15. So I'm going to bow out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want my parents spending all that money if I can't do it, you know, can't give it a hundred percent. And you know, if I, if it finds me again one day, amazing. If not, kind of sad, but but yeah, I, I did some stand-up shows in L.A., did a lot of... Like comedy? Yeah. No way. Yeah. It's fun. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. But but yeah, I, I bowed out, and then... What's a bow out? I, I I bowed out of acting. I let it go, let my parents save the money, because I didn't think it was going to work at the time. So and do you not still want to be an actor? I do. That's I, the, is that the angle? I mean, I would... Or a stand-up comedian. I would love to do acting again. I would even love more to, like, be a singer yeah um but yeah i'm i'm just glad that like i'm back in that creative space like i I ran away from it i was like i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna do what everyone tells me to do right and it's funny that i still ended up here i know that that is is pretty crazy i think it's also cool as you're kind of trying everything i i I could sit here and ask you what the end goal is but i I genuinely don't think you you have an idea of what you want but i i've heard you talk for a little while now and and it sounds to me you're very 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 passionate about singing yeah. So I feel like I don't know. I feel like you'd you'd enjoy that a lot. We'll see. Yeah. What was your stand up uh, routine I, like? Once I find my balls. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what was your stand up routine like? Walk me through it. Come on now. Oh man. You remember any of it? I mean, I was sixteen at the That's time fine. too, so it was rough. What you got? It was fun. Wow me. Let's hear it. Oh no. Come Why on. are you doing at this At least to one. Me? At least one. I mean, I would kind of just make fun of my brother because the Air Force made him an intelligence officer, but. God sure didn't. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Is I it? like that. Okay. I like that. Wait, so you have a brother? Yeah. Let me just look up. Your older brother is Blake, Brent, Bryce. Whoa, what the fuck? That's Lexi Rivera. Has three older brothers. Is that Lexi Rivera? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, Lexi that's not Rivera. you. What's your older brother's name? Um, Cole. Yeah, that's not on here. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, fuck. <laughs> All right, so Cole, he's in the Air Force? Yeah. How's that? Um, My brother's a Marine. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know your brother. So we both have brothers in the military, too. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it was really scary growing up. It's it's something, especially in the world and now. It's fucking disgustingly scary. Is he still in the Air Force? Yeah. What, is he fly, like, jets and shit? Um, no, he's, um, he doesn't do that. But I don't know. I, I don't think I can really talk about him, like, publicly. We'll move on. <laughs> I think this was. Uh, I'll tell you about it later. Okay, no, that's fine. I, I'm I'm super interested. Sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to know, but I understand. Okay, are you like astrology wise? Do you believe in anything like that? I think it's really cool. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. Dude, do, do you? I like it. What you're a Sagittarius? I am. What does that mean? Well, it's interesting. Like Sagittarius is like a very loyal person who okay. likes to travel. Okay, so you believe in it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, if you ask me what a Virgo does, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I think it's cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't like live by it. I'm like, oh, you're a Virgo. We can't be friends. But uh, can Sagittarius and Virgins, Virg, I Virgins? I don't Virgins? know that much. Virgins. I'm friends with Calvin. Yeah, Calvin's a Virgin. I love how this all results back to Calvin at the end of the day. <laughs> this is like the the proper theme of it all. It's so crazy. We've talked about so many deep things already to the I point know. where it's like, holy fucking What's shit. What's left? You know, no, there's a ton left. I think at the at, that, at the end of the day, we're just building up to it. Um. Okay, your stand-up routine was good. I kind of want to hear more of it, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll move on for a little bit. You met Brent. How did you meet Brent? Um, he just DM'd me on Instagram. I feel like that's a common theme. Does he just DM everyone he wants to join? 
I mean, probably because he like he sees them and he doesn't have their phone number, so that makes sense. It does. <laughs> you, you just made me feel so dumb. Good. <laughs> you walked right into that. I know. I did. I did. I get it. Okay, so you've been a part of AMP practically for four years. You said three years. It'll be four years in August. That's. Do you see yourself staying there for a while, or are you kind of just ready to flutter out and become your own person? I don't know. I mean, like whether like. I phrased that so wrong. Like when no, I left I Hype House, good. I was like, oh, I want to like, you know. I think whether like I stay or flutter, like I just want to make sure like we're friends forever and always on good terms. Right. I mean, that's good. Wow. Wait, this was the first publicly time I've ever said I left the Hype House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cover and I are not, no longer a part of the Hype House. I know. You, you know that. They don't. Oh, well, you like <laughs> looked me in the eyes as you said that. Yeah. No, I know. It's something It's something where, um, you know, it's just... I think at the end of the day, uh, you can understand you're part of a content group. It's just yeah. something after a while, and, you know, we were part of Hype from the beginning. We helped create it, and it's just, you know, at a certain given time, it, it becomes an objective to leave and, and, you know, start your own thing, like One Direction once did. Uh, that is true. I like to think. Look I'm, at Zayn now. Yeah. Wait, what about Harry Styles? I'm more of a Zayn gal. I don't know. No, you're not. Okay. I never liked One Direction. Wow. Okay. Was Do you it like- my style? Why? What was your style? You know what I listened to. Screamo. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think you were. I didn't think you were serious about this. You actually listened to Screamo. Yes. <sighs> Let's hear it. Literally the last, the last song I listened to. Let's hear it. It's so funny. I I feel so right just talking at this mon- like tone with you about like stuff like this because this is a pretty serious podcast. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Have you liked Screamo your entire life? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, since I that's was younger. That's crazy. That's cool. My brother listens to Screamo. Yeah, that's why we get along well. Is that the kind of music you'd make? No. <laughs> I could see you doing it. No. I would make like um like kind of your type of music I love. Like sad, depressing shit about yeah, bad people? Like, it's like about something. Right. And, like, makes you feel something. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's, like, I grew up, again, traumatically. And so it's, like, music that is about trauma is something I just love. And yeah. I, I relate to it, and I love it, and I love crying. It's it's something weird. I love crying. Oh, I don't. I love crying. It's something I just... I wish I cried more. I feel like it would be healthy. But... <laughs> I just go to the boxing gym at this right. point. Was, 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 that, was that music something you listened to when you were 15? I've listened to it since I was, like, 12. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I like I go from like screamo to like country, to like like yeah. Ariana Grande type stuff like music that like builds. Oh, and then when I'm on like car rides, I'll sing like Broadway songs. Dude, we were listening to Greatest Showman on the way here. That was wait. Remember when you, me, and Michael were just like singing at the top of our lungs in the car? Yeah, that's and, kind of like every and, um, every time. Patty wanted to like die. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> people watching this have probably have no idea. If you guys don't know my friend group, it it wouldn't make sense. But it, it does make sense if you've watched my vlogs. It makes sense the vibe of everyone. Okay, so Brent Rivera, Amp Studios, you don't know what's in store for the future at all. That's just something you just aren't, aren't prepared for, I guess. Yeah. That's nice. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, I, like, I think I get scared sometimes that, like, without them, like, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'm not good enough to be. What? Why? I, d- I don't know. But. That don't make sense, Lexi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, lo- I love working with them and. I don't know. Yeah, but w- without them, you're still Lexi Hensler. I guess so. No, no, I guess so. But, like, you sometimes are. I feel like people only follow me because I'm like 
friends with them. Why? No, Lexi. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you are, I don't even know how to fucking say this. You are very, very, very funny, very talented, awesome. And that's not, that's fucking stupid. I, I'm going to, as your friend and one of your best friends, I'm going to say you're being stupid as fuck right now. <laughs> I just spilled a Red Bull on my nose. Oh my God. Okay. Um, you mentioned a few times boxing. Is that a way of kind of like getting out the feeling, like you said, working out and getting healthy mindset? You just need to punch something? Yeah, I mean, I love it. Like, it's so much fun. Um, it's a really good workout. And like, right. just like, you just like release everything and just sweat, sweat it all out. With the Paul brothers making such an influence in boxing, do you think that's <laughs> something you would do? I don't think I would like do legit fights. I'd but watch like, you beat a bitch up for sure. <laughs> I'd watch you. Are you kidding? You have so much built up tension. You'd I go did. fucking ham, <laughs> dude. You'd go fucking ham. It's so funny. And like, you know this because Cobra's the same way, but it's like, we're both like the most loving people in the world, but we're also <sighs> super feisty. I'm so scared of you and Cobra. It's insane. <laughs> Cobra is the, she's like, um, you and Cobra, like, have you seen um, the Lorax? And there's like that little fucking. Not in years. Okay. What? It's like a little like fucking. Oh, it's like a little thing. And she's so cute. But then when she gets angry, she gets all big and scary. Yeah. That's you and Covert. Yeah. You guys are fucking terrifying. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. You guys are cute on the outside and you're all like, oh my God, we just love animals. And if someone like, <laughs> if someone even says, yeah, hey, someone, your dog's fat. Yeah. You'd be like, what you <laughs> It's fucking scary. When did you get into boxing? It was so funny. So I actually thought it'd be fun to do a YouTube video with Pearson. Right. Where we both trained for like one full day and then fought each other. And I just fell in love with boxing. Really? Yeah. Who would win in a boxing competition? You or me? I think me. Genuinely? Yes. You really think so? Yes. Do you have any experience? Yeah. Oh. I've, I've boxed Cover. She put on the gloves we boxed. She won. Well, if that's your only experience, then yeah, I'd win. Okay. <laughs> Who do you have experience with? What? <laughs> yeah, are you saying I anyone? I declined to answer this question. <laughs> Okay, you versus Pearson, roommate versus roommate, who winning? In a boxing match? Yeah. Well, at this point, it wouldn't really be fair because I box a couple times a week. Really? She doesn't? No, she, she didn't Yeah, but you it. can fight dirty. I don't know. No? I wouldn't want to fight her. Why? I, like, I could not hurt someone I love. Like, you, like, for me to actually like, physically hurt someone, like, you would have had to, like, do something really bad to, like, you or Cover or someone. Right, right, right. You care about us that much? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's cool. <laughs> I would square up with someone like that. That's kind of sick. I love that so much. Sorry. We, we, Tiny we, we, weapon. It's so funny because this is my third podcast, and I think this is the first one I've ever gone off, like, the rail. Like, where I'm kind of just, like, not even, like, paying attention to what's going on oh. on my... um. because we're having so much fun. Yeah. Wait, why llamas? Why is your merch llamas? Okay, so, um, you know Emperor's New Groove? Yeah. I, like, loved llamas from then on. I was like, llamas are super cool. And then I, like, started getting all these photos. I think the Red Bull's hitting me. Sure. I started, like, seeing all these photos of, like, llamas making funny faces, like, and stuff. Yeah. And I thought they were just, like, so fun and, like... I literally just post photos on my story of like a llama just being like, and be like, happy Monday, like have a great day. Cause I sure. thought it was just like, cool. And then I was like, I wanna make a brand like around llamas. Cause right. like, I feel like llamas are the perfect thing for my brand because it's like, they're unique. They're cool. Yeah, they're, they're unique. They're just themselves. Do you know you stole the llama they're thing from sassy. me? Sassy. What? Yeah. You like llamas? So if you paid attention on every single one of my YouTube videos for the last three years, if you go to the description and you scroll all the way down, it says, 
Llama from Alex. You're kidding. Go watch any any one of my YouTube videos. If you go to the description, look at all the way to the bottom. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Wait, that's so cool. It's so cool until you get a freaking, uh, until you get a little cease and desist letter from ye old pal Alexander. <laughs> Wait, did you, so did you like my weighted llama? Yes, actually. What's kind of fucked up is I love it. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I, I actually have had llama in the description of my vlogs for a very long time. That's so cool. I don't know why. I just like llamas. They're cool. I had llamas at my house the other day. Where was I, Alex? Where was I? You want you want to see the feistiness? It's coming out right now. Where was I? Her face. And why was I not invited? She's pissed. <laughs> Wait, you didn't know I had llamas in my house? It's when I had the cow over for Tommy. You had a cow too. You know my password for everything has been cow since I was a little kid? Why? I was a cow for my first birthday. Okay. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, thank you. How, how am I supposed you to know that? You should have. How am I supposed to you know that? You should have. Wait, so your password for everything is cow? Well, it's not just cow. It's a cow one, two, I'd three. I'd be dumb if I told people what it really was. It's fucking cow one, two, three. The word three. cow is in it. Oh, my God. Cow llama. Yeah, change my password now. <laughs> okay. Don't forget your sonar investigation. The whole premise of this video is... What the fuck am I saying? I'm not YouTube. That's how bad I am right now. I'm quite literally stuck in YouTube world. I just looked straight at the camera and I said, and that's the premise for today's YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so pretty much what I was thinking is, you know how your crime is you were caught with a very detailed plan for plotting a heinous crime video for your YouTube channel? It doesn't sound right, but yeah. Yeah, so um, in the first time in history of... Uh, of this podcast, uh, you were the first person I've ever found guilty, which is nuts. I'm guilty of what? Of, of the crime. I'm not, though. Why? What's your rebuttal? A, I would never do that video. Right, right, right. I watched, I watched the Stokes twins ro royally mess up oh, doing yeah, wait, any type of video that? like that. Well, they, they planned, like, a fake crime video, mm -hmm. and they literally got in massive trouble from it. Right. So, no, I would not do that. Okay. And then... Uh, uh, you didn't make a video how many crimes can I commit in 24 hours? Nope. That wasn't you? It's never on the list. You never did that? Pretty sure Brent did that. Were you part of that video? No. Wait. What? I reacted to one bit. Oh, but you were in the video. I reacted. I didn't know what was happening. <sighs> okay, fine. Well, we'll hold on. Not guilty. No, 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 no. You're not guilty yet. I'm going to counter sue. Yes. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. Me too. This is something where it's like I've never found anyone guilty. So I, I'm just I'm gonna, not, though. No, I, I'm going to say you are guilty. What? We'll go from there. No. No, yes. Oh, wait. Actually, this is perfect. Thank you. Um, she is found guilty. This is Lexi Hensler. You've been found guilty. That has been. No. Keep your hands behind your back. No. This is the, I don't know. This is the first time we've ever done this. I'm, no, Calvin. This is, this is also Calvin's first time ever. I'm sorry, but. I can tell. It's taking him a long time to put the handcuffs. Let's go. Let's go. No. Come on, Lexi. What are Lexi you going to do, Calvin? Before you leave, is there anything else you'd like to say? I would like to say um, thanks for having me. I love you very much. Subscribe to Alex Warren and stream Remember Me Happy. That was really nice. Yeah. All right, let's go. Lexi Hansel, you're 60 minutes up and you've officially been locked out. All right. I'm <laughs> Get gonna... her the fuck out of here. I'll go. Let's go. Let's go. Wait, there's wires. There's wires. <laughs> didn't even put these on right. <laughs>
because of that in this podcast, I do want to attach a fundraiser, um, the same fundraiser. If you want to give it a shout out or anything, we're going to link it down below for, uh, for mental health. And it's something, um, that I feel like a lot of people struggle with and, and, you know, it's a, it's a crazy thing. And it, it's just, uh, if you want to do it, say anything, cause I'm fucking, I'm tripping out right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks Alex. That's really cool. Um, the, organization is called Your Mom Cares. They're an absolutely incredible organization that is really working on front-of-the-line programs that are directly helping um, with kids' mental health right now. And I am really stoked. I'm really glad we had this conversation today, and thank you so much. Thank you, Lexi. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for watching. This is definitely a a more um, in-deep podcast, and this is something I'm very proud of, and this is something that, you know, the reason I started doing this podcast was to get to the bottom of um, creators and internet celebrities and kind of understand what they've gone through because not a lot of people know and not a lot of people, you know, see that based on what they put out. So I truly appreciate all of you guys uh, watching the podcast, loving it. I see all the love and it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of. So um, if you guys want to donate, it'll be down below and uh, I love you guys and I'll see you next week.